if I'm given a middle seat, it probably means that the flight is pretty much full, right? And that I can't necessarily really sleep. Just middle seat vibes, it's just not it. But I have learned at this point that if something like this happens, I'm gonna make it the best thing ever, right? So I look at Gwen, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm in 16B, that freaking sucks, but you know what? I'm gonna meet someone really cool on this plane. I have no idea who it's gonna be, but what if I meet the coolest person ever? Welcome to Low On The Go, a podcast about all things on the go. This podcast will start off mostly in the travel space, but I'm definitely not trying to niche down too hard too fast. My goal is basically to encourage a life full of energy, exploration, and adventure. And honestly, I want people to feel a little less alone in the world. However, all of this may look in podcast form. I'll be talking about travel, on-the-go recipes, and taking care of your brain. So yeah, that means some mental health shit. And probably more. A little about me, I'm a 20-whatever-year-old who has traveled to just over 20 countries and has lived in four cities. I've learned a ton about the best way to pack for airplanes, how to travel cheaply but still be bougie as fuck, and I've met a lot of people along the way who know a lot more than I do, and thank God they've offered to be on this podcast. I hope you listen and leave feeling inspired and equipped to take risks, chase your dreams, and stay on the go. Until next time, XO Good morning, my lovely, beautiful people. I am hopped up on some caffeine, and I'm ready to record another podcast episode. Um, today, I want to talk about a date that I went on <laughs> unexpectedly a few months back, because I think it's a fun little story, and so this podcast episode will be probably pretty short, under 10 minutes, but I think it's fun to talk about these things. So, let's dive into it. Um, throughout this travel journey, I think I've become, like, kind of, kind of, not like an expert, but my perspective has changed a lot when it comes to, like, hard things coming up in life and how they can sometimes lead to, like, really interesting, fun stories that one day you look back on and in the moment they feel really hard, but then you look back and you're like, oh my god, but then that happened, and... It ends up being the stories that you want to tell at, like, a party. But those things often don't come without some sort of, like, lack of comfort. So reframing lack of comfort or, you know, um, feelings of just, like, wow, this sucks. I think, I think it's really, they, that, like, those things are necessary oftentimes to get the best story. So here's, about, here's the story of the time that I went on a date on a Ryanair flight. Now, if you've ever flown around Europe, you know that the first thing that sucks about this story is that I was flying Ryanair. <laughs> um, Ryanair is basically like the spirit airlines of Europe. You get really cheap flights, like 15 euros you can get for a flight, or 15 bucks, like easy. And so I was taking a 20 euro Ryanair flight from Berlin to the UK. I was with my best friend, Gwen, but we found 20-year-old flights. Great, great. What's the catch? The flight's at 6 in the freaking morning. And if you've ever been to Berlin, the airport is not super close to the city. And so it takes a good, like, maybe hour and a half to get there, depending on where you live in the city. And you're going to want to take the train. And so for us, it, Berlin's huge. So we had to take, I think, like, a combination of maybe three buses and trains. And so that means you have to wake up at, like, 2.30 in the morning, you know, uh, whatever, we've all been there, we've all been there, we've all done that, but that's kind of a catch of these cheaper flights is that oftentimes they're at really 
bizarre hours. So we woke up, but we went to sleep really late that night, I remember, and um, got maybe like three hours of sleep. And then you have to navigate London, and we, we flew into um, Stansted, which is a little bit outside of the city as well. So just running on fumes, basically, after like Christmas and New Year's and Gwen's birthday and everything. And we're like, oh my God, we're getting no sleep. We couldn't fall asleep that night. It was crazy. So we get to the airport you know, everything's good. We're there maybe hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes in advance, which should be enough time to fly around. Like, you know, you, they say two, two and a half hours, three hours if you're going internationally, because I guess this is an international flight now. Um, but we were like hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. We're totally okay. We were not okay. The Berlin security was like the TSA was just a freaking mess. Like nobody had their coffee that morning or something because there was maybe one or two lanes that were open and a ton of people were flying. I have no idea who was in charge of logistics that day, but the amount of flights in comparison to the amount of people that were there to help you get through security, it just very clearly did not match at all. So probably the worst I've ever <laughs> experienced in my entire life. We literally weren't moving. Gwen was getting a little bit nervous about not catching the flight. Uh, I was like, no, it's totally fine. Like, I'm queen of cutting it close, right? So, but no, I was getting nervous, right? So, uh, we're going through the TSA line. My bag gets, like, checked. It gets flagged for something in it. Maybe too many liquids or something like that. Gwen gets through easy breezy, totally fine. I'm like, Gwen, you need to run to get to the gate so that we can make this flight, right? So, eventually, we get everything. It has to go through the conveyor belt again, once it does, I get my stuff. I don't even think I zip it all the way up, right? And I like I sprint with all of my backpacking stuff. And it's so funny because when you go through European uh, airports, they're not like American airports. Duty-free is like an experience in European airlines. And so it was so bizarre because I was like, oh my God, you know, like Golden by Harry Styles is playing in the background. And there's like all of these perfumes and bottles of, you know, uh, gray goose and all of this shit and I am like sweating and running through <laughs> this duty-free brightly lit well-groomed whatever area of this airport to finally get back into like the chaos that is the airport it's just such a weird it's just such a weird like dichotomy I have to go through customs so I have to go and talk to an agent and my passport at this point is a freaking mess man like the stamps in that thing are just wild like I talk about visas in my last podcast episode and about how like with the Schengen you can only stay there for 90 days in an 180 day period and whatever and I like came and went and came and went a couple of times I counted all my days right I left on like day 89 or day 90 and was terrified to go through customs because I can only stay there for 90 I can only stay in the EU for or in the Schengen for 90 days and since you're leaving out of Germany Germans are freaking strict when it comes to this kind of a thing so if I stayed one day over I could be I could be like kicked out of the Schengen slash Europe for like a long time so I was a little nervous but I knew I did my due diligence and only stayed there for uh for 90 days. So anyways, I went and talked to this this woman, this customs agent. She's looking at my passport. She's like, when did you enter the EU? And I'm like, sweetie, can you, can you please ask like an easier question? <laughs> because it's a little bit complicated. And I was like, well, I got in Germany like a few days ago. And then like I flew into Paris. But then I was, I started in, you know, in August in Portugal. And she's like, I can't find a Portuguese stamp. I'm like, okay, well, I, I was in Portugal and then I left. And I am like sleep deprived at this point, right? Like this flight is at 6 a.m., totally fine but I did not sleep for like a week prior so 
Anyways, total fiasco. She's like, I can only find a French stamp. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's the stamp, right? The French one that I'm talking about. That was just a fiasco. She gave me some sass, which I was like, this is not necessary. And then she was like flirting with a guy on the phone. Um, so she, she stamps my passport. I'm like, thank fucking God. Grab my passport. I run. Gwen and I like sprint. Throughout all of this, or rather before all of this even happened, I pulled up my boarding pass and... I was like, please don't be a middle seat. Please don't be a middle seat. Please don't be a middle seat. I look at, I look at my, my ticket. Yeah, okay. It says like 16B. I'm like, what in the goddamn? Like, I don't mind having a middle seat if it's not a flight that's in like the middle of the night, right? So 6 a.m. flight really would prefer to have a window seat because then I can crash out. But if, if I'm given a middle seat, it probably means that the flight is pretty much full, right? And that I can't necessarily really sleep. Just middle seat vibes, it's just not it. But I have learned at this point that if something like this happens, I'm going to make it the best thing ever, right? So I look at Gwen, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm in 16B. That freaking sucks. But you know what? I'm going to meet someone really cool on this plane. I have no idea who it's going to be, but what if I meet the coolest person ever? So we're boarding this plane. I put my bag up in the overhead compartment and uh, I take my seat in the middle seat and there's a girl sitting on my left and a guy sitting on my right. And all of us are just a little bit stressed out because of the entire security situation that happened. So, you know, I like to talk to my neighbors and so I'm like, y'all, that was the most insane security ever. Did you guys get here in time? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And the guy and I kind of start chatting. So how TSA was just completely backed up and how stressful that was. Just the mere fact that the flight was at 6 a.m. And then after that, you kind of just start talking about like where you're from and where you're traveling to and why you were in Berlin and if the UK is home and, you know, your stories. So we started, we started chatting about this kind of a thing. I told him I was visiting my best friend in Berlin and that I needed to get my ass out of the Schengen to go, you know, anywhere else uh, so that my, my like, you know, Schengen visa doesn't get messed up. And he was saying that he, he lives in Ireland and that, you know, he was just spending some time in Berlin and really loved the city there and this and that. And we just started chatting. And then the little coffee cart came around. And I'm telling you, I never buy coffees on airplanes just because I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be overpriced. The coffee's probably not going to even be that good. Like this and that, whatever. But the coffee cart came around and he was like, do you want to, do you want a coffee? And just, I didn't even, I didn't even like go off of autopilot automatically. I was just like, nah, <laughs> just, you just don't, you don't buy coffees on airplanes. Right. And he was like, no, it's like, it's on me. We can just sit here and have a coffee. Like we're already talking. And I'm like, wait, 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 I'm going to shift my mindset from off of this like autopilot of like, no, I don't, I don't want this. It doesn't make sense to This is something that's so novel and fun. And I'm not just, I I, like, I was thrown into this kind of date situation instead of having to mentally prepare to go get like a coffee with a friend or a guy or whatever. And I think that's such a lesson in like, in like flexibility and letting novelty come into your mind. I'm a very stubborn person and I I really like to mentally prepare for any situation that I go into. You go into a coffee situation, you know it's gonna happen. So I just, I love when life like throws a beautiful wrench into your, uh, into your life, I guess. Yeah, so we had this little like 
coffee chat and both of us were like wow I didn't think I'd be going on a date on a Ryanair flight at you know 6 a.m and everybody's probably trying to sleep but it just didn't even matter and this is just yet another lesson in expect the best things to happen don't be afraid to say like wild insane things like oh i'm gonna be in a middle seat so i'm gonna meet someone freaking awesome because it could totally happen i literally can't believe that that actually happened but this person is really a, a great person and we're still in contact it doesn't have to turn into anything but now you now you know somebody that lives in a different country on a different side of the planet and stuff so if something if like if these kind of inconvenient things happen honestly I think it's a way to bond with people because you all went through the same thing and so that just kind of brings people closer together um, and obviously this is a very small case scenario right yeah, we're, we're bonding over like horrible TSA it's nothing it's nothing crazy but bring those things up and talk about them and you know say how you feel express how you feel because you could wind up going on a coffee date at however many thousands of feet above the earth in an airplane and that's one of my favorite unexpected dates that I've ever been on so that's my little story my little travel story of the day um, if you like little stories like this uh, that are little nugget under 10 minute random shits that happened to me <laughs> let me know and I will release more episodes like this but that is all. I love you all very much and I will talk to you soon.